0: welcome and as I love to say hey there folks we're so happy and elated to be here in studio at the honor brand studio and you listening thank you so much we love and adore you for doing that like subscribe and share with your friends because um we're sharing we're gonna go deep today I think
1: Are we
2: going there? What, are you Uh, speaking my language? Why are we going deep? I have no idea. I know.
0: I sense that you're going to probe the way you do, Dr. Carrie.
2: Do you uh, expect anything less? Do you want anything less? Just Just don't don't hurt a bit. Just
0: don't make me cry like you often do. (laughs) Right. Don't hurt a mammer. Let's go there. Well,
2: it's good to be, uh, now I feel momentum because this is the second week in a row we got a full house, meaning you are not on the road. Yeah. You've been, uh, you know, you've been doing your thing.
0: Doing the thing is always good, right? Meeting people, making Mm -hmm. connections, building relationships Mm -hmm. is always good Uh, as business owners. We should be on the road doing stuff. And and leaving the house, right, Carrie Roberts?
3: Yes, it's always nice to get dressed and leave the house. Wow! (laughs) It's
0: it's our guest, Carrie Roberts. Hello, Carrie. Welcome. Thank you for
3: having me. Very excited to be here.
0: We we have a a a legend in the house here who's uh, been doing podcasting probably longer than all of us combined. So I do appreciate that, and um, thank you, thank you for being here with us. Um, Of course, we do have the illustrious. Lisa Candela in the house, too, as usual. Always. Hello,
1: thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Um, So full house, as Josh said. And um, before we kick it off, uh, if you're listening to this show for the first time, this is the documentation of a media agency as it grows and flourishes. The good, the bad, the ugly. We like to bring it on the table, put it all out there for you. So that you can learn and love and and hopefully get some value out of what we're giving to you and you know participate as well. You can join in, make comments. Lisa's monitoring. We're all monitoring. And if you have something to add, any questions? You know, if you've missed this live performance, then you can also check us on on iTunes and Anchor and Spotify and hit us up on social. So, with all that being said, yeah, Carrie, you looking at me? You want to jump in? Double Dutch. I, like, well, I know. From <laughs> <our later laughs> space. I get in. I, get it. I, get it. <laughs> I got in. something. Like, I, I got
2: something. But Raise but, your hand. Aside <laughs> from what I do have to say, I do appreciate the it's it's this awareness that, right? Like uh, we've created this uh, vibe between us. Just the fact that you picked up on the fact that I have something to say. And and we spoke about this, I think, last week after the show, that we're that we're really getting more in tune Sanky. with yeah, in yes. sync, and, and it is a, a great feeling. So what I did want to say, just at the top of the show, is I'm wearing this shirt for a very specific reason. Uh, if you can see it, if you can't see it, it is the Podcast Movement logo and brand plug. shirt. Yeah, well, well, it, it is a plug to one of our colleagues, one of our friends, one of our cohorts. I think that that's the word, right? A cohort?
0: Sure.
2: Why not? Uh, but the reason I'm wearing this today is because today is the first day of Podcast Movement's evolutions uh, conference which they're you know they're they're known for their big annual event uh in the summer uh several years strong and now they're doing a another one this time of year called evolutions and it's the first one and um they play a big uh they have a I I They're close in my heart because last Mm -hmm. August was the first time I went to any podcast industry event and it was podcast movements. And um, to say I fell in love is an understatement. And we still, you know, I still have a, uh, a close relationship with the guys there. Jared Easley, thank you. Dan Franks, amazing. Frank, amazing. Uh, so I just wanted to say congrats to you guys for day one of your brand new conference, which I know is a huge success and over a thousand tickets sold. That's a good um, a good place to be in a company.
1: So what is the what what are the takeaways? Is it for pod? It's for podcasters to hone their skills, learn their, you know, see what tools are out there. What is the, the real idea behind it?
2: yeah so it is uh, a networking uh, Networking, conference for for podcasters and really those at any level of their career so you have all the big players and you have everyone in between all the way down to those who really want to get into it and want to be around the people doing it and uh evolutions i'm not going to try to speak to it but uh that has a slightly different vibe and uh, track layout uh, but that's their goal, you know. They they build themselves as the largest industry event and conference. There were over three thousand people and uh, over a hundred um, brands and sponsors, which in the expo hall, which was just incredible to see. Coming in really blind, not knowing what to expect. They, like, everybody had a big presence in the expo hall. Everyone from Google, who has their foot in podcasts, obviously. Spotify was there. I mean, every big brand was there. And I'm like, I want to be around these people. And isn't that what we do as people pursuing an interest or a business or entrepreneurship, we we want to surround ourselves with the people doing, uh, am I saying anything of value here, Carrie? Yeah,
3: I think it's interesting to note that in the last year podcasting has grown so much that you're now seeing job opportunities available everywhere. Before people were like, what is it? Oh, how do you make money? I don't get it. Yeah. And now you're seeing it as a prime thing that people have to do on a consistent basis.
1: Yeah. It's so part been, of their marketing package. Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: I'm curious, um, Carrie. So you have been in the in- industry for longer than most. There's a lot of people who are jumping on uh, of late. And what have you seen from four or five years ago to now? Good question. That you think has sort of been the catalyst for this uh, exponential growth over the past year or two.
3: Um, so, like I said, I've been doing it a little over five years. I think. Um, people are realizing that people want to listen to content on the go. So they're listening to it when they work out, in their car, at home. You can be doing other things while you're doing something with audio, which you can't do with video. Mm. Um, I think also people are realizing there is a niche for literally everything. If you want to be hearing about knitting, you can hear about that. If you (laughs) want to hear about dog sitting, if you want to hear about dancing, if you want to hear about marketing for your business, um, and you want to go even more niche, you know, marketing for your business from women um, from the LGBTQ community, you know, there's just so much um, and we're seeing that and there's value in that. And so also people can now create ads and get sponsorship for that to really hit a very specific niche audience. And I think that's why we're seeing so much more value um, and people putting money into it and time into it nowadays.
2: And that's also what I love about this industry, this medium really, is that there's not many rules, meaning you could take this format and as long as it's at the end of the day, you speaking into a microphone, you could format the show and create the show as, as, as you can imagine.
3: Yes, I agree. I mean, I do a lot of branding and marketing work, and one of the things I talk about is making sure it really fits with who you are in your company. Don't do what everyone else is doing. Mm-mm. It's not going to work for you. Um, you know, yes, it's common to have an intro song or a sonic brand, but some people are like, I don't want that. That's not my vibe. I just want to go right into it. I just want to talk, and that's fine. It can be five minutes. It can be two hours. I know. I yeah. mean, it's such a wide variety. It can be scripted, unscripted, interviews. Roundtable, there's so many options. What
0: I love, well, first I want to touch on Sonic Brands too, but then also I want to say um, that there's never been a time that I can remember, and I've been around for a long time, relatively speaking, <laughs> um, that allows us the and gives us the tools to test, tweak, modify, massage, whatever it is that we need to do to hone and craft our message and our brand Um, and it all be forgiven. If you're screwing up, if it's not perfect in the beginning, go back to any one of our early episodes. It's awful. And the thing is go to anyone's YouTube page and watch the very first one. Um, there, everything is building the plane as it flies and it's okay. Right. And, and the thing is our message, and I'm sure you too, Carrie, we tell our clients is like, just do it. Even if I'm like not, they're not clients, but we're on stage and we're saying, Hey, I know you're afraid of getting on social. Social is not a new thing. People are like, they thought it was a fad, right? They thought social media no. was like, Oh, do I need to do this? There's still business owners. Josh and I had a meeting yesterday and they don't know how to market their business online and they're going old school and sending letters and, and stuff. I'm like, what is happening? It's crazy that there's still people out there that don't understand the power of social media. They understand this power of podcast, everything that's available to us at our fingertips and you can, Continue to improve it as the days and weeks and years go by. Oh, and Sonic Brand. So she dropped something there. Anyone notice that? Sonic Brand is a thing that no one really talks about, but we implement each and every single show, everything we do – so educate us, yes. dear branding I, I, guy. I, the very perfect I am hooked, thing. Right? I love He's a branding. Brand, I, guy. I love branding, and I, I, I actually thought about getting into the sonic branding space, but what is it? it's um. So the best example, and Carrie, you could throw on top of this too uh intel is one of the best ones that i think has ever done uh, din 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 like you hear that and you know you know what like that jeopardy
1: is. turning it. on an apple mm-hmm. computer
0: like that is a sonic brand to perfection there's one little note two notes and you already associate that like you do a logo but it's 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 audible okay so, oh, so sonic it's brand a, it's an audible logo
1: an audible okay. Yes. Wow. Yeah. audible okay wow audible branding logo. basically yeah. And yeah. I do
3: a lot of work also with voice technology. And I think when you're mm-hmm. thinking in audio podcasting of voice, you know, people can't see stuff. There are multimodal devices, but they're just listening. So you have to figure out how do you differentiate yourself. And in the podcasting world for a long time, people would pull music from the same library. But what tends to happen is if you have one technology company using the same music as another and their competitors, it gets confusing. So that's where sonic branding comes into play and okay. in hiring a composer or somebody who uh, creates this type of music or sound, it doesn't have to be music, it mm-hmm. could be sound, um, that really fits who you are and your brand is gonna differentiate yourself in the long run. It's not gonna necessarily be something initially, but in the long run it will, and obviously for a larger brand, um, it's, it's, it's essential.
1: Absolutely. So is that something that is evolving that maybe the Intel started and now really, is that now become something that people are, are looking for? And yeah. trying to you know and trying to create in their in their marketing, you know, for yeah, their product or brand.
3: Uh, I mean like he's saying, you know, it's been around forever. I mean, menon is another By one. Benin. Yeah, Benin. I mean um Affleck is another okay. one. So that's but, a sound okay. that's yeah. not a that musical counts. thing, right? right? It counts, yeah. um, so it's been there for a while, but for example, to my knowledge, Starbucks does not have one. So hmm. if I'm trying to, you know, uh, be a brand on an audio space, you know, Starbucks might be thinking about what do we sound like? Mm -hmm. What is our brand from a sound perspective? And that's what we want to be thinking about when we're going into this more audio space, podcasting voice. Interesting. How does that differ
2: from a a theme song? Because I think it's this show has a theme song, but it's not that.
0: It is and it So Sonic brand, like she said, can can encompass a a lot of things. You know, the example I use is it, it, to its simplest form, perfection. But then like for our other shows, we always make sure that our shows are not, you can pull it from any crate and pull out the, the record that anyone's gonna use. We make sure that if we do do that, we, we modify it so that we own it. So uh, Capital Hacking is one of our shows. If anyone listens to that that, is imbe- that, that is embeddable. Like you get that in your head, you can't get that song out because we've done things to it so that it sounds unique and, and, and energetic and a lot of things that people want to feel when they're listening to a show that they don't normally get on other shows. So like Carrie's saying, there are people out there creating podcasts, but they're not necessarily thinking at that level, Lisa, because they're, right. they just like, I just want to do a podcast. Like if you listen to their quality, their microphones are terrible. The room they're sitting in is awful. It's echoey. They like, so I, I, I kudos to them for getting it done. But if you want to take it to the next level, sonic branding, mm. unique theme songs, better microphones, better atmosphere and, and acoustics in the room. A lot of little things if you want to take it to the next level. But not everyone needs to or wants to go there.
3: Yeah, I don't think you need to do it just yet if you're just starting out. But it's yeah. something to consider. And it's, it's also, there's a lot of psychology and science that goes beyond um, when you're creating music. So there's certain sounds that are news oriented versus um oh, an emotional okay. brand and okay. so really understanding yeah. that you don't want a news sound if you're if your show is a comedy it's not going to resonate with your audience as well so it has to resonate with you and the purpose of who you're trying to reach wow
1: that's that's fascinating i yeah. mean it sounds to me it's like it's like the evolution of the podcast i mean
3: yeah.
1: i don't know your first ones you maybe it did sound tinny and echoey and all of that but it's an evolution. It's something that it's the barrier to entry is low, but then the potential for growth is exponential.
3: Yes. And it makes a difference. I mean, Mm -hmm. when we're talking about sound as a whole too, I encourage podcasters to make sure you're talking to your guests about their sound. Sometimes it's 10 Mm -hmm. minutes of, you know what, it's not working in your conference room phone because it's very echoey. So I'm gonna need you to go on your cell phone in a different room and that's gonna be better and having the confidence to say that um, Mm -hmm. so that it sounds good on both sides.
0: Yeah, that's good advice. I, I should take that because I often just feel like, okay, this is the best they can do. We actually send, some of our shows, we send them videos ahead of time to prepare very low percentage of people open it and actually <laughs> follow it, but we walk them through so that, you know, we want to set them up for success right? because they're going to generate leads. They're going to generate uh, an audience from being on our shows. So why not be prepared for it? I mean, at least get in a quiet room. Sometimes people take the calls or the meet, the interview in Starbucks or wherever. And I'm like, come on, we, we have to, we have to reschedule this.
2: I guess they don't know what they don't know, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Can we pull this back into the, the broad marketing, Uh, concept because I know in part or in full you you're a marketer you do marketing for brands and events Um, how do you how do we define marketing because I know it can encompass so much right so how do you broach that subject of what it means and what has to be done
3: so I like to say I'm a branding person first and a marketer second it's brand market sell Um, Way too many companies are trying to sell and force people to do things. Um, We all hate that, I'm not sure why people still do that. Why would you do something you don't like? Um, Branding is really about understanding who you are and what you want and what you're about, what makes you unique, what makes you stand out, and who is the audience that you're trying to attract. Um, And it doesn't have to be a persona of male, female, and age, which I think was something people did a long time ago, it's really about values. What is it the values that they have, what do they need and want? And that's what I find a lot of brands are missing, a lot of companies are missing too, because um, they may do it, and then 10 years down the line, it's changed, and so you wanna make sure that that's really clear. first. Um, So that's kind of my favorite part. And then it goes into well, what type of marketing do we need to be doing? Marketing as a whole is huge. I mean, you and I were talking earlier, Josh, I mean, it's it's SEO, it's email marketing, it's social media, it's content, and it's overwhelming. (laughs) I personally love content marketing, um, as a way to again, build your community. When you have a community, then you're able to sell much easier. They're there, they're wanting things. Um, So I focus on that personally. I focus a lot on audio stuff and uh, social media as well. It's not to say that SEO or websites or anything else is wrong. It's just, that's not my specialty. So it's really deciding again, what works for that company. Also, are you a company of one or a company of a thousand? Can you hire 20 people to do that? Or do you only have one person and you really got to double down on what works?
2: There's also something interesting, whether it's a solopreneur or uh, a person within a company who has a product or service of any kind. I always hear a person almost getting defiant that what they put out into the marketplace isn't getting a response. And there's almost uh, an expectation that like, well, why isn't anybody, why? Why aren't they, what's happening here? Why aren't they? And it because it is so difficult, marketing, I mean, you really have to be willing to learn, accept, maybe invest in the right people for the right things to make it happen because, you, you know, you can't just put something out and, and hope or pray or think that or people think will. Or you're
3: entitled, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and, and you made a great comment I wrote down. You said, why would people do something that they themselves don't like when it comes to marketing? It's all this just self-awareness and expectation and entitlement.
3: Yes, yeah, I think it's, uh, marketing is about the other people, it's not about you. And I see it so many times, um, it's very frustrating. Like you said, it's like, well, I think this video is good or I want people to like it because I just want people to like it. Like there's a million things going on, like why should I care? And I think, you know, to say like, it should matter is crazy. Like you have to figure out what matters to other people. Um, You know, we were talking earlier, like for me, like content recently personally has been really big on LinkedIn Um, and so many people, LinkedIn's organic reach is so high right now. So if you're not posting, I recommend you should, but it is not about posting, here's all my stuff and follow me and here's my event and here's this. And then they're like, why isn't it working? Now let me try these uh, LinkedIn groups, which I'm not a fan of, um, where it's kind of forcing people to see your stuff. Um, But what I found, which is what I do in real life too, is I post stuff about what other people are doing within Mm -hmm. the space of what I do. So if I find a news article or I find someone who's been doing something really well in voice or podcasting or marketing, I will tag them and their content. And people are so excited to be recognized and to say, oh my gosh, like someone cares about what I did. wow, what are you doing? right? And that's what starts to get traction. And then probably one out of 10 times, I'll post something about myself. And let me just say it never does as good as the other stuff. Right. Um, So again, it's also not about tagging. It's another pet peeve of mine. People that just tag 50 people in a post to try and get them to to see it. Again, that's not a value. You want to showcase that, wow, you're doing something really well. I saw it and I think other people should see it. Because it's coming from a genuine place and that's how you build community, that's how you build awareness, that's how you market, that's how you sell. Wow.
1: One of the things that, you, a phrase that you use was setting yourself up for success. And I think circling back to kind of what we were trying to, um, the, the thought process behind the show is you know, following the journey. And I think that's something that we're doing now and we're all probably doing in our individual businesses is trying to set ourselves up for success and finding the correct tools. I think your point about LinkedIn is probably something that we should probably, you know, just put it out there like that. We should probably embrace. I mean, we we were utilizing Facebook, um, but we have an expert sitting here saying LinkedIn is a powerful tool. So that, you know, that those are things that, you know, I think as everyone thinks about their businesses, how can we leverage what's out there and set ourselves up? Yeah, there's a,
0: so the industry, especially in technology, um, is always ever evolving. Right. So when we got into the space, um, you know, I had a conversation, not to name drop, but I was uh, having a conversation with Randy Zuckerberg. You want and, to pick that up? <laughs> she, yeah. Can we tag? Boom. We're tagging. I'm picking it up. Okay. Yeah, well, she's tagged <laughs> on here. Hi, Randy. Um, and she mentioned this two years ago. She's like, get on LinkedIn and start blogging because I that is, I'm getting way more engagement on any other platform than LinkedIn. So, not that I'm making excuses, Lisa, but we needed to try everything, right, from the menu. And see what was what was working for us and, and then focus on that. But yeah, absolutely. We're, we're getting to the point where we need to be good at all of it, but that takes time. And right then now.
2: it's not doing all of it. I think yeah. that we yes. have a general yeah. idea of what needs to be done. This is the, the growth startup phase that we're uber aware of. Yeah. Uh, and we know that a, a full-time social media person yeah. will be kept busy. And we know that.
0: Oh yeah, but the thing is, and and Carrie, I know you could attest to this. Um, I'm very conscious of how we deliver messages on each platform. So, so family friendly, business startup friendly, Facebook all day long, right? But then LinkedIn, you know, that's a different audience. Is different sort of. I'm looking for investors. I'm looking for partners. I'm looking for creatives. I'm looking for clients. I'm looking for a different sort of thing, and that message needs to reflect that what we're trying to get and what we can give. So, and an Instagram is a totally different thing too. Oh, you know? yeah. So Yeah,
3: and I think, but it also yeah. goes to the point of like, okay, you know, LinkedIn and, and TikTok, everyone's like, get on that, you know, do that. <laughs> it, But I think again, it has to be right for you. You know yes. what I mean? Like um, I used to own a dance studio, being on LinkedIn would probably not be the thing um, I'd recommend. Um, I never used it for that. At the time when I had it, it was meetup, YouTube and Facebook and that's what worked well for that genre and what I was doing. So again it goes back to like what am i trying to do? Where are the people located? What is best for me if i have a small team? Again, if you have a team of like i have 50 people and i can be on everything and this person's going to dedicate to TikTok, that's great, but you have to look at and say like what makes the most sense for what i'm trying to do.
1: And I think as a startup, that's the key, right? It's where how do you set yourself up? What what do you focus on? And to your point, right, you had yeah. to start
0: somewhere. But what's cool about this industry is these tools evolve. So it's like, okay, I have a hammer and I have a screwdriver and I have a wrench over there. But then you come back six months to a year later, that hammer has evolved into a sledgehammer or a jackhammer or something else, because now it's like, oh, it's become more powerful. And and that's the thing, like TikTok, everyone's talking about now, but I remember when it was music.ly. Musically mm-hmm. and and it's evolving. It's evolving, and more people are starting to embrace it. I remember when LinkedIn, there was no one on LinkedIn, and now I get inundated with yeah. messages. That is, it's just people are abusing the hell out of it. You know, it's so bad now um, in terms of like direct messages. Yeah, but I like how they're incorporating video. I like how they're trying to create their own IGTV and you know Facebook Live. So a lot of the really cool tools are starting to become more robust and we have to figure out how we can start leveraging what we currently have and then how do we create new content that really right. caters to that audience
2: let me go deep now that you set it up earlier at yeah. the top of the show
0: make say something funny cuz we're getting really serious <laughs> no <laughs> no i
2: am let's, let's go there <laughs> Josh. i'm really
3: excited about business stuff so it's okay <laughs> uh, no i love this is a show
2: about business but you know <laughs> meanwhile i'm not going to say something you're in the comic <laughs> relief <laughs> Uh, second of all, rewind the tape. I think I well, have my fair share of Comic funny.
3: relief. I just want to say, I did ask if there was a walk in here. And I feel like Josh is an actor. We need a swag. We need a Broadway walk. You did musical theater. I don't know. Something's got to come out. Oh, he I does. Did. He yeah. does a little. I do. Can
1: do a song. He does a little no. dance. Can you sing? The Josh dance. No. No, I'm not <laughs> going to. Uh,
2: maybe at the event, Pod Max. Okay. Come into On the stage. A, stage. Come, come into a, a city near you. Right. We can
1: have music and a little yeah. karaoke.
2: Hopefully not. Uh, but you're talking about the the tools. You said there's a screwdriver, there's a hammer, and there's a wrench. You come back in six months; it's now a sledgehammer. A tool, as we know, is just a tool. It's it's the person, right? So so while the hammer evolved into a sledgehammer, what about the point that you, as a person, also need to evolve
0: accordingly? Good. I like that one. I mean, that's deep. The same. <laughs> it's the same as like if we're going to stay in this analogy a contractor right he can have a very specific skill set when he starts out but then he starts to bring on more tools and learn on more and then start to like certain tools and parts of the job better and then start to focus on that skill so i mean it's just like uh, we're evolving too and we're trying to figure out how to use the tools but how like you said that's a deep question though if
1: but you it's also leveling up. I mean if the yeah. contractor has these fancy tools and is in this in this, the same price point house, let's say, mm-hmm. but if they want to take take those tools and then level up to a high-end kitchen, right? There it's like you're leveling up. You're taking those tools and then you're using them, but you have to be ready. You have but to yeah, know how to use exactly. them and you have to know what you your be, next goal is.
0: You got to be competent. You don't want to hurt yourself.
2: Yeah. I read <laughs> um I I read a lot of uh, of these personal growth books, or should I say, uh, well, I read, and then I, I do a lot of audio books, as I'm sure we all do. Uh, and I've heard this put in different ways from different people, but I'm currently listening to The Miracle Morning, Hal Elrod. Go bro. Yeah, it's it's incredible, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he's he's, he's a go, go bro. bro. Yeah. Right. You weren't giving me a little <laughs> no, inspiration. You like uh, go, little go bro, right? Not like yeah. you
1: go, bro. Right, right, no, right. No no no, 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 you go, bro. It's just go abundance.
2: Go bro. Tag yeah. in. What is that?
0: So I just joined a group, and, and I don't want to sidebar too much, but we can come back to this. So the, the power of networking and the power of surrounding yourself with powerful people. Um, I joined a company or a, a mastermind called GoBundance, and Hal Elrod is one of the members. So he's what we call on the inside, he's a go brother or go bro.
2: I love it. We'll get right back to that. So uh, meanwhile, it's it, it's really a life-changing book if you oh, yeah. allow it to be, and take the action that they, that they point out. Uh, but the point that he keeps drilling home, which again, I've heard in different ways, but it really resonated, and it's about evolving and becoming the person. He says, all this is about you becoming the person you need to be in order to attract the success you want and what you want to achieve. This is about evolving into the person you need to be first and then attracting the success. The other quote I've seen in this regard from Jim Rohn is you don't achieve success, you attract it by the person you become. So each and every moment of each and every day should be focused on, I know what I want, now who do I have to become to get that result?
0: Yeah. So I experienced this um, and, and people have to understand and embrace the, you know, I don't like the term, but it is, there's truth to it is fake it until you make it. So when I wanted, before I became a real estate investor, I had to become a real estate investor in my mind. I had to be okay with that risk and, and, and start surrounding myself with people that knew that there, there was tons of reward with that, with that risk. So I Walk the walk, talk to talk, learn the language, became an investor before even owning properties, right? So that was uh, an example of what you're saying, where I had to surround myself with people who understood I wasn't there yet, but they were helping me to get there. So that's also critical. If you want to become and vibe at the frequency that you want to attract, then you have to surround yourself with people that understand you're not there, but are gonna help you get there. And then the more and more people that are vibrating at that frequency, you're just eventually going to be part of that concert. You're gonna be one of those cellos, those violins that are vibrating all in the same frequency in concert and and, and making beautiful music together.
3: Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> um, so I will take a slightly different stance on that. I think, again, it goes back to clarifying who you are and what you want. So it's it's hard to become something if you don't know what that is. That's right. Um, and really clarifying that. But I think also, you know, to your point earlier, you were saying, um, you know, changing yourself or who do you have to become when you're talking about social media. I think it's also about listening. Um, I in podcasting, bringing it back to podcasting full, I mean, I think the value of podcasting is the one-on-one conversations you have and listening and the research and data you get that you don't get anywhere else. Um, And that is also what kind of propels between the combination of knowing what you want and who you are and where you want to go and what other people are need and asking. And you kind of marry those two. That's how you can kind of be successful, whether it's on social media or in your life as a whole.
1: Well, and I think you use two words that I think are interesting. You use the word evolve and become. And I think they're different. You, you know, become is that you can become, you know, you can just be something, but evolve is that you're actually undergoing a process Mm -hmm. of change, right? A change of mindset, change Mm -hmm. of behavior, change of approach. And I think that evolution is probably what will stick. You could become an investor, but are you really even, are, are you really evolving into an investor. That good example. Yeah, I like that. Mm. So I kind of, li- I, I like that. I think that's a, it's probably an important d- distinction. Um, and probably one is a longer lasting.
0: hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing with diets. And I know you're in this space too, Carrie. Is um, people, it's a terrible word. You know, people associate diets with, you know, a fad. Something that's short term. And to get me my goal and then I'm just going to gain the weight back or do whatever's going to happen. Um, but when I started incorporating intermittent fasting people consider as a diet or a way to lose weight. I like to call it a lifestyle. So what happens is you incorporate this into your life and it becomes an everyday thing. It's not a diet, it's not a fad, it's a lifestyle. So once you start to embrace any concept, whether it's this or being an investor or being a podcaster, and you want to become or evolve, you have to make sure it's part of your life and your everyday and your DNA or else it's not going to work in the long run, like mm-hmm. you're saying.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I absolutely agree. This, this,
0: The level of conversation that we're this is so, I, I, I said it's going to go deep. <laughs> I didn't, you I was pretty Yes, no, did. That's you did. You visualized it. set the tone. Words
2: have meaning. He Thoughts set the tone. Are things. You
0: had such an intense look on your face when the show, the theme song was on. I was like, oh, Josh Carey's serious today.
2: Oh, well, yeah, oh, that hey, look. If this is
1: serious, Josh Carey, I'll take it. <laughs> you had that the doctor you is the in dog, look. Yeah. I will you had the, uh, <laughs> exactly. the mirror on your head. <laughs> oh! You can't use it.
2: those anymore. <laughs> Nobody uses those. What were those?
0: <laughs> it was delightful.
2: To sure. reflect the light.
0: Oh. From the ceiling, so they could put it in your mouth or whatever.
2: And what about the making house calls deal? When did that stop? Oh,
0: did they still do that?
2: I Duels? think, there, I think you can deal. like yeah,
1: sign up for a service uh, and or call the doctor. Be able to call the doctor. It's it's. I like think there's an app for subscription. that. Subscription, yes. So it's
0: there so is. True. Uber it's so true. your doctor over. That's oh, the With voice technology,
3: your doctor will oh, be Siri first. So, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, Alexa, I need (laughs) brain surgery. These are are my symptoms.
2: (laughs) (laughs) On social media, I saw a, I saw a doctor, I saw a doctor go into somebody's home because they posted it and showed it. Um, uh, She and her husband were under the weather, and apparently, there's a service that a doctor will come in and administer via IV. Like vitamin C and minerals just to help you, like, you know, get over your cold and flu mm. symptoms at your bedside.
1: And so. they always have that doctor bag, right? Oh, they never course. have like a ba- you know, that doctor, uh, bag. that doctor bag like in the Natural. soap oh, operas legit. back in
0: the day. Yeah, exactly. Right. Why do they still wear the stethoscope around their head? Those things are to crazy identify, pa- right? No, but I mean, hasn't technology evolved oh. to something else that's more efficient or less painful? Like, because you put those in your ears, man. Why is it stick yeah. piercing into your. <laughs> how do they do that? Anyway,
1: it's to hear the heartbeat. I yeah. mean, that's an
0: industry that's sort of antiquated that we're always talking sometimes about industries that are getting disrupted. I mean, the medical industry. but Anyway. Right, yeah. disruptors. Yeah. I'm sure there's some app there that's going to replace a lot of stuff. Whole other show on, <laughs> <laughs> on that. Boo to pharma or yay to pharma, whatever.
1: <laughs> well, we, st- we started, and that, that might be even be something. We started with the, the podcasting event that is occurring now, and it would be interesting to see what, quote-unquote, disruptors are there. Are there disruptors in, in the, the podcasting podcast space? In
0: space? Yeah, I, I, I have thoughts on that. You, you have something, Carrie? Um, yeah.
3: I think uh, there's more women coming into the space, which mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of. Yes. Yay. Um, Yay. Per usual, you know, uh, it's something that women, minorities, everybody is is always trying to get more voices heard. Um, so there's always been a little bit more on the male side of podcasting, mm-hmm. so there's more women coming into play, and, and women want to hear women's voices. Yeah. So, um, that'll be an interesting disruption but also again minority groups coming in and talking about what they want to talk about from their perspective it's important
1: one of my passions with Podmax is to really open it up to women whether entrepreneurs investors um, because I think there's there's such a ability for them to get their brand and message out there um is just taking advantage of it. Yes, and, the, and can
3: I just say on that please, mark yes. because I have been saying so. I have my podcast show, and I do two for other clients. What's the
1: name of your
0: show? Uh,
3: so my show is Ordinary People Doing Extraordinary Things, um, and then I also run and host the Inside Voice podcast for Voice Summit, and then I'm a host for B two B Tech Talk for Inger Micro. So genius, by uh, the yeah, way. just a really great <laughs> resume. Right? Um, and so it's like you. What's interesting is that men um, always ask. I get inundated with, like, can I be on the show? I'm great at this. I do this. And women, Um, I have to ask, and not only ask, but convince. And they're like, well, can we do a pre-call? Can we talk about it before? Um, And so it's interesting. You know, I'm trying to encourage women to have the confidence to understand you have value, um, and you have a different perspective, and we want to hear it. And so it's not to say that, what men are doing is not a value. It's just to showcase the whole community. Um, and so it's interesting. I, I encourage people to, to just put yourself out there and ask um, instead of waiting. And I would love to see more women and minorities doing that.
1: So good. That's a really great point. And I, I don't, I'm sure a lot of it, there's a psychology behind it and a socialization mm, behind exactly. it and things like that. But th- what we have found is that when the women that have taken that leap and come, ha- let's say to PodMax, have been... So excited afterwards, and and just have really embraced the opportunity, and then afterwards they have seen exponential growth. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody that's that's try, you know, they really have embraced it and 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 run with it. Um, but it's it's taking that first step, and and you know, in this case, they're they're being asked slash, you know, saying, okay, yes, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and sign up and and be a part of this. But the pure asking, I think, is, is hard.
3: Yeah, and it's it's funny. So I was at uh, my parents, and I went to Oprah. See, Oprah and Michelle Obama. They spoke in New York. Oh, fillers, right, which right, was amazing. Yes. And my dad was like, "Am I going to be the only guy there?" <laughs> and uh, we went, and uh, you know, there was probably, I mean, I don't know, there was fifteen thousand people. So let's say maybe a hundred were men. And it was interesting to kind of see the different perspective, and that it felt like, oh, it's a woman event because it was all women speakers, and how if there was a man that there maybe would have felt, place. yeah, it would have yeah. felt better. And I was like, oh, this is how we feel as women when we go to events, and it's all male speakers. Mm-hmm. That there's just something that when you hear someone that's similar to you in gender or sexuality or race or whatever, there's a connection that you feel, and how important it is for events to have. Uh, the full community and to really take action to make that happen because a lot of people are just sitting and hoping you'll ask them and we have to make the effort to do that. It makes a difference and I, it was interesting to kind of see the the reverse yeah. of kind of what you normally see.
2: And there's no reason that you watching or listening or thinking can't be and shouldn't be the one to step up, step into that role.
3: Yes. I was
2: not in that role for 40 years. I, I played small. I hid all of my power and ability. Didn't want to shine for all those reasons. And now I realize, no, wait a minute. I'm not only shortchanging myself, I'm shortchanging my, my people out here who really need this. And you realize this, that it's, it's just a win-win people need to hear what you're going to say. People need to see you stepping into your fullness and your greatness. And, uh, that's what makes the world go round. And there's, you know, come on, uh, in, in 50 years, I'm probably not going to be here anymore. And I'm very aware of that morbid going deep, um, (laughs) idea. And that, that little trick for myself works to just keep me eff it I'm doing it, I'm going, I know what I'm capable of, I know what I wanna do, what I should do, what difference does it make? Let's do this. But you've yeah. evolved
1: to that. Yes. You weren't always like that. Yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, I think that's something that you have to oh God, develop, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. It's confidence-based, it's um, the, the ability to accept rejection. I mean, like when I, what I do, I went on a listing appointment on Sunday and I got a call, yeah, sorry, we're going a different direction. You know, and you're like, okay, you got to take that, let it bounce off, and go on to the next. You can't carry it with you for the next week, right? Yeah, I agree. And that's not easy to continue to, you know, so I think it, but people, you evolve to that point. Yeah,
2: and, yeah. It's, and, and like you've been alluding to, Carrie, it's about knowing your why. Mm-hmm. I, I, through my adoring children, have found my why, embrace it, and use it every single day to do that and just see see how far I can go and what I can push and what I can accomplish. Cause uh, I've always known it was possible. Now I'm just uh, acting on it.
3: I love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I always say that, you know, to every guest I have, you know, every single person matters and we're all great at something. And so, you know, are we gonna be great at everything? No, I don't think so. But there are things that we are great at and we should speak to that. Um, but understand that it also takes the work and the action and the patience to get there. Just because you have something to say, doesn't mean you're getting famous or successful right away um, but understand like people need to hear what you have to say I've, I've talked to a lot of people that say well somebody's already doing that mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. I just feel like there's n- there isn't really anything new right now um, it's just kind of recreating something in a new way and all four of us here are like I'm sure saying stuff people have heard before, but because it's coming from each of us and our perspective, it's going to connect with somebody or not connect with somebody, you know? So yeah. it, it makes sense to just um, understand that every single person, that yes, you matter, that you have value, and you're great at something, and to really put that out there.
1: So I think one of the quotes I would take away today would be, if you want something, go ask for it.
3: Yeah.
1: And I always say to my son, you don't ask, you don't get. And sometimes I have to remind yes. myself of that. And yeah, that's, no, so, that's so like basic, but you don't ask, you don't get.
3: Yeah, nobody's sitting around like <laughs> Thinking about you. Yeah, exactly. Like, it just doesn't you know, happen yeah, that way. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: I don't know who it was. It might have been Seth Godin, maybe not Seth Godin, but somebody was credited, uh, and I don't know the exact quote, but it's in that direction. It takes it one step further. It's it's don't even ask, just do, and then apologize after right. if you ask have for to. Ask for forgiveness after. Right, yes. afterwards. Instead of asking for permission, ask for forgiveness after all all the same uh different sides of the same coin
0: so i want i want to dig a little bit on on this to help people who are listening that identify with what you guys are saying. And by terms. the way, just yeah.
1: a, there are people oh. commenting saying Hello? that they're Any really questions? connecting with this conversation and they needed to Any? hear it yes. which Yay. is what yes. we're saying. We love yeah. it. So, so can you f- cuz can you, can you, I
3: just want to say you matter. Let's can you shout out their names? Yeah. So
1: Stacy said this is what she needed to hear today. Hey. Stacy, you go you. kill it. Love you Stacey. You have a big day coming up. You go kill it. And Brian Caver, um, he said this is great information. Awesome. So he's go he's out there crushing it, but you know what? There's things that he needs to ask for, he should d- definitely continue to do it. So
0: so what I wanted to, and thank you folks for, for making comments and um, and engaging and, and, and ask any questions, you know, feel free to participate and, right. and, 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 and affect part the show. Be part of the show. Be yeah. part of the show, exactly. And affect the show, um, I like that. So, mm-hmm. so what I want to point out, and, and I'm hoping to get some advice for the listeners here um, and the viewers, that w- we know it's deeper, right? There are people out there who understand there's a way to get their message or their voice or to share their experience on many, many different platforms, um, podcasts just being one of them. But they don't necessarily feel worthy. They don't necessarily feel like they matter. And 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 what I'm hearing here is the conversation is saying it takes work to get there. Thank you. Right. It takes an everyday. It takes it takes being self aware. It takes uh, the tools and the processes and the people around you. There's a lot of pieces that help you to get there. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, you know, Cause you can't just simply turn the mic on, turn the camera on and say, I'm offering value to you when you don't have it in here yet. You don't have inside of you the, the confidence and, and feeling worthy of projecting what it is you're, you're trying to say. So what it, what is the advice that we can give to people out there? Some of the tools, the early steps to getting there, because it sounds like we've yeah. all sort of – and we're always oh, working to get yeah, there. I'm no. not perfect. Yes. You know, we don't claim oh. that we are. I'm always, every single day, working on myself. Um, but Daily. what are the early things that you guys can find? Let's, f- let's go around. You want to start? No, I don't want
2: to start. Okay. I'll
0: st- <laughs> no, so I just want to okay. say,
3: first off, that the fact that you're a human being means you matter so it's not about um you know quote unquote success or people following you but understand that you're a living human being and you do matter so i want to make that very clear um you know when you're talking about getting fame or whatever i think it's really important to define what success means for you it's not the same for everyone um, I can say, for example, I've always loved the beach. I always wanted to live at the beach. I live at the beach now, I rent. I personally don't have a desire to buy a home because I live at the beach and it makes you. more sense, right? That's just what works for me. That doesn't mean that that's not what someone else should do, but I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, that's what society says I have to do. So really, I think the big thing is like, take the time like by yourself to get really clear. Again, this just goes back to, I love branding. Um, because it's not just for a business, it's for yourself. Like what is it that you want? And most people have never been asked that question before. So it's scary, it's uncomfortable. Um, and it's not about like, you know, what career do you want? It's just like, how do you want to live your life? How do you want to feel? What type of people do you want to be around? There's no mm-hmm. wrong answer. And I want to give an example. I used to work at a community center and I did like kind of this uh, personal growth workshop with people who are 65 plus. And I said, you know, you're at this third part of your life. Like, what is it you want to do? And And I said you could do anything and this 80 year old woman raised her hand and she was like anything and I was like yeah she's like well I love movies can I write down every movie I've ever wanted to see and I was like yeah she's like awesome I'm so excited and that was her thing at 80 years old that that's what she wanted to do so there's no wrong way of doing it but it starts with doing that work and if you're like thinking in career wise like well I don't know what I want to do sometimes it's just because you haven't experienced enough stuff um, so that's what classes are great for. Go and take a sculpting class. Go take a dance class. Go take, you know, attend like, the podcast event. You never know what you may like. So I think that's really where it starts, um, and that's the work that we're missing, and it's something you don't do it once. I do that constantly to check in.
0: That's awesome. Wow. I, I want to – you're amazing, by the way. Yeah. That <laughs> I, really, yeah thank you for your yeah. kindness. I, I want to build off one of the things you said, um, and I think it's about having people – some people need permission. And anyone who's listening out there, um, if you need to hear it from me, you need to hear it from Lisa, Josh, or Carrie, you have permission. You can do what it is you're thinking. You can do what it is you want to accomplish. Um, if you need a voice to tell you that you can do it, then do it. Um, whether it's if, it's if your internal voice isn't strong enough, then listen to someone. Surround, is there someone in your life that you admire, that you aspire to be like? Is there someone in your life that you feel like, man, if I can only be around that person more? You know, it doesn't have to be physically. You can listen to people, Tony Robbins, uh, Oprah Winfrey, the, the their content is there available to you. I consider those folks coaches in my life and mentors because I listen to them each and every day. Jo- uh, you know, um, Joe Rogan's a, a big fan, but I don't get advice from him, but I get entertainment value. But I meant to say um, uh, Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn was huge when I first started to reprogram my mind and up- upgrade my OS. And it was all about just listening daily and creating new habits and creating daily rituals, whether it's physical and, and mental and spiritual. It, once it becomes a habit, it becomes your DNA and it becomes you. and, and you can' no one can take it from you when you when you become that person. And like we were saying earlier, it's, it's, it's constant work. And it's not like you'll ever perfect it and you'll be that person. And, you know, even if you look at the ones on stage now, they're still working on themselves. They're still trying to get to the next level. And that's why I think coaching and mentoring, even though it's often in in most of society, um, you know, not highly respected or thinking that it's a sign of weakness. um, It's not because if you want to get somewhere, find someone that can help you to get there, because I think people need people really where i'm going so
1: and we talked about that with kieran um the the week that you weren't here about you know high level athletes all have coaches so why can't just regular normal people everyday people that are trying to achieve high level on whatever other you know business or personal whatever they're trying to do have coaches so that's That point is, you know, I I think it's very valid.
3: Yeah, and I want to just go off of that because it's not just the coaches and mentors. Um, On my podcast, I interview psychologists and therapists. And I think there's also a stigma of that too, of like Mm there has to be something wrong with you. Um, Psychologists and therapists are amazing. Um, They also are helping you from a clinical standpoint, from a science standpoint. And so I think it's really important to, whether you're listening to podcasts where they're talking or you go and see them, I mean, they can help you so much. But whether it's a coach, therapist, whatever, making sure you vibe with the person, Mm -hmm. it's the right fit for you. Just because they have coach or therapist next to their name may not be the right fit. So I think that's important to know too.
0: Absolutely.
2: So your turn.
1: So one of the things I try and do, um, and I'm going to put this out there that I am late in doing it this year, is doing my vision board. And I actually, it's been it's been weighing on me because I feel like I'm not going to progress in my year until I get this on um, paper visually. And every year I do a vision board, and just very simple. But I think putting it out, putting it out there on for you, you know, it's like. Lining up, what do I want? What am What am I looking for? Where do I see myself? Where do I see my family? All of that, and 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 really putting it on there, and then sharing it with people. I read something yesterday about um, having, you know, businesses have board of directors. Well, people should have board of, board yeah. of directors as well. So you know, Who is your circle? Who are your five people that you go to? You know, have those people that you can go and say, my business is in this situation, what do you think? What should I do? And build, you know, have that trust network that you can rely on. Um, and that I think was, you know, but if you put it in those terms, not, you know, it, even if it's not mentors or, but if you say it's my board of directors, it's the people that I go to. I thought that was really cool when to phrase it that way.
3: I like that. I'm curious yeah. that you've done vision boards before.
1: Every, I've i done it for the past probably five, six, seven years. And
3: have you seen certain visions come Absolutely. to life? Absolutely. That's
1: Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. And I could go down a list of things and it's wow. like just every day I keep it in my bathroom actually. And every day I look at it and it's bothering me now because it hasn't change i'm like i gotta finish it and you know but you have to sit down you have to really say where do i what what where do i want to be and it's it can be business it can be family you know travel accomplishments whatever it is I yeah love
3: that. that's great. even my
1: son came in there's something that we achieved this last year he came in and he crossed it off he said mom uh, we did it
0: before you go i'm a firm sure. believer i'm sorry I'm no that's it yeah i'm a firm believer of manifestation i mean everything around us everything we We're sitting on a chair that somebody thought of. We're sitting at a table, this microphone, these phones. It was a thought that became energy, became action, and became a physical thing. So manifestation is really your thoughts becoming reality. And a vision board is really just a step to get there, get it out of your brain, and then a constant reminder. But the thing is, people have... It's the same thing with goals. You know. It's you have to document and put it out there and remind yourself because the days go by, the weeks go by and you forget, you lose your way, the GPS is off, you have to constantly remind yourself of where the heck you're going and the board is just one tool to do that. So yeah. thanks right. for bringing that up.
2: Because you're gonna manifest whether you're aware of it consciously yes. or not. An interesting example of that, just a an interesting example, the reason and the way Carrie is here um a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, this is good. Do it. Right. A, a couple of weeks oh. ago we did not know each other existed. Really? Um, yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, I know. I guess we never filled LinkedIn. you in. I, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until you hear the story. And I was trying to think earlier. So I'm good. like, cause I reached out to you. I must have seen so I I don't I, I don't really use LinkedIn to its fullest, but I I go there, I scroll, I'm interested in And I saw, I guess, something you posted. I I don't even remember. Someone tagged you or something. I saw you, and I was like, oh, and and everything checked out. I was like, 400 episodes of a podcast, impressive. New Jersey, oh, she's local. And, oh, all this stuff. And I was like, I'm going to thought, 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 thought. I'm gonna get in touch with her.
0: Were there any thoughts in your mind? Said eh, you know maybe oh maybe she's gonna not respond. And like was there any kind of negative inkling that you were just like screw you? I'm not gonna listen to that voice.
2: No. Okay. Good Not for you. not in this scenario, and not much these days in in that Impressive. regard. So well, thank you. So let yeah. me um let me go back to um going to the um, confidence thing. Uh, the reason. Uh, A mentor of mine once put it this way um, confidence is created through experience, Mm -hmm. right? It's the result. Mm -hmm. of doing and seeing oh my god that worked okay and you just build on the confidence opposed to conjuring it up and thinking hard Mm -hmm. and fabricating confidence sure there might be a fake until you make it element if that works yes yes no no but true confidence comes from experience Mm -hmm. the doing the receiving of the result so now contributing to this to the round robin part um, how do you become? How do you evolve? Uh, the thing that we're each saying that uh, I, I attest to daily is consistency. I often say that I feel like these days I'm in I'm in recovery because when you have that that mentality, that's it, right. Those who are in recovery for addictions and whatnot, it's daily, right? You don't you don't miss yeah. a day of the stuff you do to maintain that uh, result. And in many ways, I am in recovery from addiction to bad thoughts, bad habits, bad routines, bad everything. Uh, so it does take daily, consistent work. Every day is a new day to start afresh and to put it in place. The other thing, like we've been saying, is know, know your why. We've heard it before, but it it, it has to be. Right, You have to know why you're doing it so you're at least motivated to continue to do it and then just build on that. Don't, don't think of it overwhelmingly, how to achieve any form of success. For me, it starts with one piece of the puzzle. I'm not going to say I'm going to get up at 5 a.m., I'm going to go to the gym five days a week, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to drink three gallons of water. I'm not <laughs> going to do all of that at once. I'm gonna do one small thing at a time for a week, for a month, whatever it is, find the confidence, find the success, tweak it and build on it until it becomes habits and routines.
3: I just wanna comment on our interaction as well with this conversation because- I have a, a therapist I had on my show, and she talked about the power of serendipity and taking inspired action. There you go. Um, and I, one of my goals this year, my word is growth, and I was like, you know, I spend so much time promoting everyone else, that's what I do, that's what I love doing. But I was like, I'd really like to promote myself. I'd love opportunities to like speak about what I'm doing and, and that sort of thing. And like put that intention out there, and I, it's always people like, you know, asking for stuff for them, buy my product, whatever. And then I get Josh's message and you're doing exactly what I've been saying since the beginning of this call of you said, Hey, I saw you were doing this. It's really cool. I'd love to talk to you about it. I'd love to hear. And it was about me. It was about the other person. So I congratulate you from doing that. Well, and I was like, again, that serendipitous moment of, you're looking for guests or whatever, and you see uh, something I posted or a word, and then I'm saying, "Okay, this is my intention. I put out. I really would love someone to, you know, interact with me. who Wants to hear the stuff I'm doing." And so, it sounds like magic, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but it does it, it does work, and so I just think it's interesting, just that it's serendipity and taking inspired action. It's it's not a joke. It does work,
2: and it sounds 100%. like magic. However, again, I have to reiterate life is happening in and around you, whether you're actively participating or not. What we're talking about is just having a helping hand in the magic and saying, well, I'd rather this happen than just see what happens.
1: But if you would have never done that initial post, you wouldn't have reacted to it. Exactly. So sometimes it's just uh, that's the other thing: putting yourself out there, being open. Yeah. Like I'm gonna share this, and who know? And you could do 50 posts and no one answers. The 51st might have been Josh. And you would have needed those
2: first 50. Oh yeah. Right. Like I'm. I'm. Thankful to have reached 150 episodes. I know that it's nothing to you, right? <laughs> but, no, but seriously, so, um, but, and, and, and that gives me, that affords me a certain level of something. I don't know what, but yeah. if I just said, oh, who, I could never do that. I, I, you know, you just got to build and build one episode at a time.
3: Yeah, consistency. Yeah, right.
2: And knowing the why and the reasons behind it. A lot of people start a podcast going back to that. And they, they you know, they it's a lot of work a lot of work in one episode. Well,
3: every, you know, it's funny because I think one of the things I do well is community build and people are always like, how, how do you get all these people like to interact? Like, what are you doing? Can you just share my stuff? I got something the other day on LinkedIn. I was like, hey, I'm going to start writing soon. Can you share it? I was like, what?
1: for what? <laughs> Who right. are you?
3: Yeah, Delete.
1: You have to check out Jason Pfeiffer's post from yesterday on Instagram. This is exactly what he talks about that people sending him stuff and saying, yep. you know, I want this. And he's like, Offer me something. Yes. Don't
3: give. Yeah. Don't
1: ask me for something. Offer me, and I'm much more likely to respond.
3: Yeah, it it makes a difference.
0: Yeah, I, Jake's trying to alert us that I, we're getting to the hour.
2: I told him I'd, I'd give him a sign. Which which go is, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Ahead.
0: Well, he yeah. But anyway, that's good. That's teamwork.
2: Yeah. I'm shocked. It's it's <laughs> the top of the hour. Oh, right, you did say wow. we go fast.
3: I I am um, impressed.
0: <laughs> wow. The one thing I want to add because you keep saying it, Josh, and I just want to add to it. And Jake, you can you, you you can start cue the music and we'll start uh, putting out our socials. Um, but the why that makes you cry, I heard recently. Um, and you know, we always say the why. But yeah, if it if it can move you to tears, it's powerful stuff. The and, other thing I've heard is yeah.
2: the why's know
0: their wise.
2: Okay. W-H-Y-S. W-I-S-E. The wise know their W-H-Y-S. Okay. W- H- I like it. The y's oh! know their yes. Okay, their <laughs> okay. Their thank show. you. The wise know their y's. But you I go. like you, the why yeah, that yeah. makes you cry. Same I thing. Like
1: Liz, I like
0: that, like That should be on the new sound panels that we have in studio. Yes. The wise and the wise. Lisa Candela-Holbert, how can people reach you? How can people touch you?
1: LisaHolbert.com, be happy to connect with you. How can
0: people touch you and reach you, Mr. Carey?
2: Our our PodMax event is quickly approaching. There's some available spots for the right entrepreneur. If you like this, you want to get your message out in one day, in person, on a handful of shows, podmax.co.
0: And you
3: good. can connect with me at thebrandingconnection.com or on LinkedIn at Kerry, K E R I Roberts.
0: There you go. Thank you so much for being here, it
3: Kerry. Was awesome. Thank you for Thank having you me. Wonderful folks. to meet all of you. So, your
2: show is Ordinary People Doing Ordinary.
3: Ordinary People Doing Extraordinary. <laughs> ordinary things. People Doing or Ordinary. So things. How
4: on-air brands has changed the game. There'll never be a day from here forward when you and I and our companies don't need to be on the air. Every brand needs to be on the air, but so few know that. So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change That can transform your business, reach out to On Air Brands today. That's onairbrands.com. Yes, onairbrands.com.